0: What's going on, y'all? This your boy Chris Simmons coming to you with another podcast episode on this beautiful but breezy Saturday. It's a little chilly out here. You know the weather is hasn't is not as warm as it was the last few times that I recorded outside, but it still feels good out here because the sun is out and it's not as windy, but it's still cooler than the last few times I was out here on the weekend. But it's definitely a lot warmer than it has been this past past week, over the past week. Because over the past week, it was hard for me to get back outside with all this crazy weather going on. I know this week was unusually cold. Um, I know, I think the highest before today was like, it probably... Just got up to 45, 46 degrees. I'm talking about this whole week. Like it was in the 40s, even even in the 30s for some days. But today, you know, it's about 53, 54 degrees. So it's definitely warmer than 30, 40 degrees. So I'll take this, especially in April, because you don't know, like I told y'all, you know, my Ohio folks know what I'm talking about, is that in the weather in April, you don't know what you're getting. So, you know, the fact that it is. At least somewhat nice out here. And it's not as cold. I mean, I'll take that any day. You know, I was debating whether I should come out here or not. But, you know, when I stepped out here, I'm like, you know, I can just go ahead, put on some pants, put on a hoodie, you know, maybe a hat and I'll be all right. Like, it's not like it's freezing out here. It's just cooler than what it what it's usually been on the weekend. So, you know, like I said, you know, I want to get out and just enjoy and just enjoy myself because that's really all I can do. You know, and that's really all I can do, you know, with my injury going on. You know, I can't really go in a car, drive anywhere, and then come back. Like, that's just too much of a process. So you, I've just been hanging around the house, and, you know, every chance I get to come outside, I come outside and just enjoy the weather. So, you know, it's it's been a blessing that it's been, it was actually a break in the weather just a little bit. But, you know, it's not as warm as I would like to be, but I still take it especially over what was going on this week. I mean, this week, I think it pretty much rained pretty much four days, four or five days out of the week. And I, th- and I think some areas, like in the northern part of Ohio, I'm talking about up there near Cleveland and Michigan, I heard it snowed. Like, I know where I went to school. You know, I checked the weather where I went to school, which is up in Kent, which is near Cleveland, and it said it was snowing up there. And I think one of my one of my buddies was talking about it uh, in the group chat. He was like, "Yo, man!" He sent us this video of it snowing up there. I'm like, "Wow! <laughs> like that's 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 a big difference, man!" Because down here we just got rain and it was cold, but up there in Cleveland, where I, near where I go to school, they they uh they got some snow. And so you know, it's for- I'm fortunate that it didn't snow here because I, I can't take no more snow around this time of the year i'm I'm done like once it hits march april you know i'm pretty much done with snow i'm just waiting for the weather to break and so far you know there's been signs of the weather you know getting up to where people would like it to be but it's still like i said it's still april and you know if you live in ohio you know how april weather is because it's so inconsistent it really is But, hey, you know, like I said, you got to do what you got to do. You know, you got to take whatever nice days you can get. And, you know, especially right now where all you can really do is just go outside and get some fresh air because you can't really go out and do what you want to do on the weekends. You know, for those who like to go to the movies, maybe go to like go out bowling, go out to eat. You know, you can't do that right now. But there is still signs of hope. Uh especially for Ohioans, because I heard the governor was thinking about opening, reopening some businesses after the lockdown that's supposed to end on May 1st. Now, I don't know what that's going to look like, to be honest. like I don't know what specific rules that the governor is going to put in place, but I just know it's not going to be like completely back to normal. Like You're not just going to be able to go out and just be able to have large groups of people and gather all and one place like I'm sure there's going to be some rules and some regulations in terms of what people need to be doing if they want to go out you know they he might require us to wear masks like I don't know or he might still only require certain amount of people inside a public place like I don't know what is going to happen but I just know that on May 1st For the state of Ohio, now I can't speak for any other state out there, but for the state of Ohio, the governor is planning on reopening some things. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to see what's going to go down with all that. But I know it's not going to be back to normal just yet. But I'm still going to remain optimistic and I'm going to still take what we can get, you know. But with my injury and everything, you know, it's really nothing, it's really no big deal because. You know, I don't really want to be out in public anyway, hopping around on one foot. So, you know, I I can be patient, you know, with my circumstances now. And, you know, I'll be all right, you know, hopefully by the summer. Hopefully everything will start to die down and we'll be able to gradually get back to normal. Because that's when I'm supposed to get the cast off and be able to walk on it. So hopefully by the summer, everything will start to clear up a little bit. But, you know, I don't know for sure. I don't know what's going to happen, you know, in the future. But all I'm worried about is what's happening now. And I'm just going to enjoy today and what the day has to bring. And so, you know, like I said, you know, I just got to take it one day at a time and just keep remaining optimistic and just keep praying that, you know, everything is going to just going to blow over and we'll be able to get back to where we need to be. But, uh, man, you know, time just goes by so fast. You know, I can't believe it's already the weekend and it's already been over a week since I've had this cast on and I got to go back next Friday to get it recasted. So what the doctor said is they're going to take this cast off. I got now and they're going to put me in a smaller cast. I don't know what that means. I I hope hopefully it's a lot smaller than the one I got on because the one I got on pretty much almost goes up to my knee and it's just the Achilles area which is like basically down at the bottom of your foot but they got me in a whole leg cast and so I'm anxious to see what this smaller cast is gonna be like hopefully it doesn't go all the way up to almost my knee like this one has on now but I still can't take it off, so it's 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 not gonna be like a cast where I can take on and off. It's still gonna be on there, but I just don't like the fact that it's covering my leg, and then it got my toes hanging out. So, you know, I just went ahead and bought a sock off Amazon, cause I know my toes been getting cold lately. I know that's that's kind of that's kind of trifling, but like I said, <laughs> this is what I'm going through right now. But <laughs> but you know, I just got to deal with. Whatever comes with it. So, you know, your boy's been hanging in there. You know, he, he's had his ups and downs. But like I, like I tell you, I just try to be optimistic about everything. I try to find a positive out of every situation. I know this injury has taught me a whole lot of things. You know, it's just taught me how to be thankful for who you have around you. You know, if it wasn't for my family, you know, I probably wouldn't even be getting the type of treatment I'm getting right now. You know, I probably wouldn't have had, I probably wouldn't have gone to a doctor and to seek medical treatment. Or I probably wouldn't have been able to live the way I'm living, you know, have all this space, you know, in the basement to move around. probably wouldn't have, you know, anybody cooking me meals or getting my meals right or anything or coming down to check on me and, you know, take care of my laundry, you know, help me move some stuff, you know, from point A to point B. I probably wouldn't even have that. You know, if I didn't have a family who really looked out for me, who really cared about me the way they did. So I'm just, you know, every day I wake up, I'm, I'm always thankful, first and foremost, to see another day. I'm always thankful that I'm able to be in an environment where I have a, a loving and caring family who looks after me, who always makes sure that I'm doing well and always makes sure I'm acclimated. So, you know, it's really taught me a lot about family. And the people that I need to keep around in my life. Because, you know, if it wasn't for my family, you know, I probably wouldn't even have some of the benefits I got now. You know, if if I was on my own, it would be a lot different. You know, I'd be having to go to the store by myself, having to navigate through people, having to push the cart. You know, probably having nobody around me to help me because because people out here, they don't really care. You know, as long as it's not affecting them, they ain't really concerned about what you're going through. Most of the time. Now, I'm not saying there's not good people out here, but most of the time, people ain't really concerned about what you're going through uh, as long as it don't affect them. And, you know, it'd just, be a, it'd just be a different experience if I had to get groceries by myself, didn't have nobody help me go out and get the groceries or anything like that. It'd just be a whole different experience, but I'm just thankful for that. And it's also, you know, this injury has also changed my mindset. You know, I know, I don't know if I told y'all, but... I started getting up around 4 o'clock in the morning and just started working out. You know, that's my new wake-up time because, you know, it's just a lot that, need, that I need to do in order for me to be able to show how this injury has impacted my mindset. You know, it's just I've had a lot of – I just added a lot of fuel to the fire, you know, because I remember, like, before, a couple of weeks ago, there was a time where – I just didn't want to get up, you know. I was sleeping till ten, eleven o'clock in the morning. You know, I would wake up out of bed, eat breakfast at like twelve, one o'clock. You know, maybe sit around, go back downstairs, sit in the bed some more. And I'm just like, I need to stop doing this because this is really not helping me at all. And you know, with the pain that I, the mental pain that I suffered from, uh, you know, the girl that I told y'all about who, where we didn't end up working out, and you know, she went behind my back and, you know, lied about having feelings for me when she really was seeing somebody else, you know, that I think that really kind of sparked my 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 tank, you know, my fuel to my fire because I was just like, man, like, you know, it just got me pissed off because I'm like, who does that? You know, who just going to, you know, how are you going to have somebody who you feel like you can rely on and all of a sudden they turn their back on you and they just end up hurting you even more. So I'm just like, I'm a, I'm going to use this as fuel to my tank. And I just started getting up. And I'm just like, I need. A, I, I got something to prove, like little Baby. You know what I mean? You know, I don't know if you heard that song. But, you know, it just kind of made me think of that. You know, I got something to prove out here. You know, there's a lot of people who probably think, you know, if they were to go through my situation, they'd be like, oh, man, like, what's, what are you going to do? Like, uh, how are you going to be able to make it? Or how you going to be able to still remain optimistic if you're going to be out for three months? And I say, you know what? Just watch me work, dog. You know, so I'm thankful I'm still able to work out. I'm still able to do upper body, you know. Obviously, you know, I can't do any legs. But, you know, I'm going to come out of this. I'm going to be jacked. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be swole, man. Because I've been doing like 200 reps on the bench press because that's all that's all I can really do <laughs> you know I can't really do anything that requires me standing so you know bench press uh and you know maybe some chest flies but really other than that I can't really do a whole lot so you know like I said I'm be coming out jack. <laughs> you know what I mean but uh yeah so I've just really been trying to get into a different mindset and really been trying to you know push myself to new limits you know because I've had an opportunity to be able to listen to a lot of motivational speakers. You know, I've, my primary speaker is Eric Thomas. You know, I love Eric Thomas and I just love the passion that he has in his voice. And, you know, he always talks about having that dog, having, you know, executing, having that dog, you know, letting that pain push you to greatness, you know, getting up in the morning and working on your dreams. And that's what, and I really took that to heart. You know, I listened to his, he's got like two albums that I really listen to. Uh, I listened to one, it's called the resolution it was made all the way back in 2016 and i just picked it back up and i started you know putting it in my putting it on my playlist and started really working out to it cuz he always like you got that dog you got that dog you got to execute you know he just all, he just feel like he in the gym with you screaming like you know if you feel like you can't do no more reps you know he just be like you got that dog you can't quit you can't quit come on one more you know what i'm saying so it just kind of feel like I got, like, a personal trainer in the gym every time I listen to the album, you know, because just feel like his presence is so strong, you know, through his speech, and it just feels like he's there in the room with you, just pumping you up, it's like when you put the cables on your chest, and you just go, ah, you know what I mean, so I've really been listening to a lot of his stuff, because it's really inspiring, you know, it's inspiring to hear his story, how he, you know, was homeless when he was 17. ate out of trash can. I mean, he pretty much brings that up in every segment, and you know, look at him now. You know, he's making, he's a millionaire, multi-millionaire. You know, just speaking every, speaking across the world, and it really inspired me to be able to get up, cause he gets up. You know, he always references how he gets up at three o'clock, and I'm like, man, I need to get on now. So, you know, it just depends. You know, what you do with your pain, and I'm try, I'm trying to turn my pain into greatness, and I've you know just been getting up every morning and just going to work and I've also had to mo- had to drive you know like I told y'all for those who are entrepreneur like minded, you know maybe you lost your job or you know are unemployed at the moment, you know I told y'all before you know you might this might be the opportunity. To come with your own some, come with your own stuff. You know, coming with your own business that way, you can always have, you can always hold on to some. You know, but I've had this motivation to start a business now because of my new mindset that I developed. You know, I'm working on a business. You know, I've done a, a blueprint. I got a blueprint in the making. I've also had, you know, more of like a business plan. You know, kind of writing out the description of what I want this business to be. And I'm really trying to make it into a meditation center because I know I got the idea after talking to one of my friends who's suffering from uh, a severe case of depression. And it just sparked it just sparked an idea in my mind because I want to be able to be the one that helps people with the depression or helps people Know how to find alternative sources of meditation, you know, to be able to cope with whatever they're going through and just be able to find the the light in the world. Because some people would because a lot of people with depression, you know, they just don't have any feeling, you know, like he was telling me, you know, he just I was asking him, like, so how you feel? He's like, I don't feel any emotion. Like I don't have any motivation to get up and do anything. That I want to do, cause he he basically just said like he don't he don't have that you know feeling. He just doesn't feel anything because he's so depressed, and it's just hard for those people to be able to find a sense of happiness if you don't have no motivation to get up and go after what you what you' destined to be. So I'm just trying to you know be able to help people, not just with depression, but just people who just deal with stress. Like stress is also a big thing people a lot of people deal with you know if you got too much stress in your life it's just gonna weigh you down so i'm just trying to be able to start have a a facility where people can come and just relieve a lot of stress because life is meant to be enjoyed you know we get caught up in all the the stresses and work school you know family sports whatever you whatever you involved in you know there's a lot you can feel a great deal of stress. And sometimes, you know, we forget that in life, you got to learn how to enjoy it. Because you only get one. You know, you just got to remember that, life, you know, health is important. You know, it, don't let anything that you do in life deteriorate your health. If some you're doing is not healthy, is not giving you good mental health, you need to stop. You know, it doesn't matter how much money you're making or anything like that if you're not feeling if you feel stressed every day you wake up that's not it's probably a sign that said you shouldn't even be in that position you need to get out and create your own happiness so that's the key to million. that's the key to making a million you know because i was watching this show the other day about sinfield and roy i think his name was about the two vegas performers who perform with line, with Tigers and Lions. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Now, I wouldn't do that, right? I, I wouldn't take my chances of having lions, run, lions and Tigers run around open on stage and having the possibility of me attacking me. Now, that's not my happiness. But what I learned from, that, from watching that 2020 last night was that that's what made them happy. You know that's how they made they, That's how they made their living, and they were really successful at it. Is because they wanted to do something that made them happy and made other people happy. You know, so it's that's the key to a million. It's finding your happiness and doing something that other people wouldn't have thought of. So it's just give you something to think about. You know, if you're doing something that's not worth doing. I w would, I wouldn't do it. I go wherever makes you happy and just put in the work and you'll end up making millions. That's the key to that's the key to making a million. That's the key to success. Doing something you're passionate about and just going after it. And just being creative with it. Cause it's your dream. You know what your dream is whatever you make of it. Just remember that. But you can't go through that unless you go through a little pain. And there's gonna be people out here who are gonna tell you that you're crazy you know, whatever your dream is, you know, if you want to be an artist, you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to be a football player, you know, basketball player, you know, uh, you know, a musician, singer, dancer, whatever you want to do out here, you can't, it's not always going to be an easy road, you know, you just can't, it'll be easy for you to put in the work, I'll tell you that. But it's not gonna be easy. You're not just gonna walk out there and be like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna just make a million dollars." No, you can't. Not. Uh, they don't work like that. I wish it worked like that, <clears throat> but it, uh, but unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. You gotta put in the work. And see, if you do something you're passionate about, it's gonna be, it's gonna make it easy to do the work because you're gonna be so consumed in whatever you're doing that you're gonna forget. You're gonna forget to sleep. You're going to forget to eat because you're just so invested into what you're doing. It's easy to be able to put time in to something you love versus something you don't like. Right. Because I found that out, you know, when I worked those two jobs, you know, coming out of coming out of high school and coming out of my first year of college, you know, with the FedEx and the 100 got junk. You know, it's it was hard for me to get up every morning and go to that job and go to those jobs. Why? Because I didn't like them. You know it wasn't like something I was passionate about it was just something I was doing for the money because I needed to make some money but it'd be different if it was something I, I enjoyed doing right if i enjoy if it was like playing football basketball you know starting my own business talk you know having conversations with people on camp it's different it's different when you have a passion versus when you don't because it makes it hard to get up in the morning and, and want to do it. Now, that's why a lot of Amer- the majority of Americans hate their job Because they doing work for somebody else that they don't like. Versus doing what they ought to be doing. And doing what they're passionate about. They're making somebody else's dream come true. And see, the reason is because most people are just afraid to... Go after their passions because they're afraid that nobody's going to agree with what they want to do. And they're going to experience a no. And that's what happens. You know, you have an idea. It's not a guarantee that somebody's going to agree with it. You know, that's just, you just got to stand your ground and be like, this is the best thing that I've ever done. And I'm going to go after it. And that's the attitude you got to have. The attitude is, whatever your passion is, go after it. And prove people wrong. You know, if somebody want to tell you that you can't do it, hey, you just you just come back. You know, you show them the you show them the check, and you be like, okay, all right. I don't know what you was talking about, but hey, man, you missed out because you didn't believe in me. You know, so you just gotta learn how to keep going after your dream when nobody believes you, and it's gonna experience, and you gonna experience pain. You know, you gonna you gonna experience. pain you know, pain, you're going to experience negativity, but you got to use your pain as fuel to engine. You know, you got to use the pain. Like I told y'all before, when I woke up, when I started waking up at four o'clock, it's because I was tired of feeling I was tired of the pain that I was going through. And I was tired of just sitting around moping about it. You know, I understood I was in pain. I understood that I'm going to be out for 12. I'm going to be limited for 12 weeks or understood that the person who I wanted to be in my life didn't want me. So I said, okay. I said, I'm going to let this. I'm going to show her and I'm going to show this physical pain that I'm going to get something out of it. I'm going to get a reward for it. You know, when I when I finish these 12 weeks of rehab, I'm going to show the world that I, I didn't stop grinding. You're going to see my name everywhere. You know, I guarantee you, you're going to see my name all over town because I've been putting in work and I am going to just make my dream business and I'm going to be able to go out and inspire people and be able to, you know, learn, be able to tell people the lessons I've learned and they'll be inspired because they'll hear that. About the time that I woke up at four o'clock in the morning, they'll hear about the time where I put in work on my business. You know what I mean? And so a lot of people, you know, they can't they can't do that because a lot of people when they deal pain, deal with pain, they don't know what to do. They just they just crumble. You know, just sit there and fold. You know, talking about oh why me? Why me? Why this got to happen to me? See, I I did that. Now don't get me wrong, I've done that before. But then there's time. But then it was time where I had to be like, look, like it's not gonna get no better. Me just sitting here. You got to get something out of this pain. And so the biggest thing I hope to get out of this pain is, you know, lessons. You know, being able to be more wiser, being able to have conversations with people and be able to influence them, be able to motivate them to go out and achieve their dreams, even when they do experience a little pain. You know, let your pain encourage yourself to rise to the occasion. You know what I mean? Just let just let your pain be able to help you rise up from the competition, you know. Because the best thing about being being down, being out, is that people don't see you coming. You know, because people will think, "Oh, you're done." Like when you go down, you know, you have a financial crisis in your life. You know, you get hurt. You know, in a in a, in a sporting event. You know, you you lose your house, lose your job, whatever. And people think, oh, it's over. And then once you come back, you know, it's going to make a whole lot sweeter because people are going to be so surprised. They'll be like, how did you do it? They'll be like, I thought, you, I thought your house was uh, up for sale. Or They'll be like, I thought you lost your job. I thought you was hurt. You know, I thought I thought your wife walked out of you or something like that. You know, you'll be like, nope. You'll be like, that was just a comma in my life. You know, that was God saying, but wait, there's more. You know, he put a temporary pause, you know, because when you put a comma at the end of a sentence, it's a temporary pause. It's like saying, OK, I'm finished. I'm, I'm finished here. But I'm going to go ahead and start another line saying that there's more, you know, there's more to the sentence. Right. So that's that's the type of approach you got to do. You got to be like you got to put that comma wherever that pain is and be like, wait, you thought I was you thought I was finished. But let me come back with some. But let me come back with something even nicer. You know, and then you just gotta prove them you gotta prove the doubt is wrong. You know just prove them people in your life that are always hating on you because you got some idea that they don't think is possible. You just proved them wrong. You you put that as, you know, in your tank as fuel. You be like, Okay, all right, you say I can't go out and start that business, you say I can't be the greatest talk show host or whatever, you say I can't be the greatest artist. Okay, watch me work. And then you just keep on working. You just, you know, keep working till you can't work no more. And then you just come back, you know, with that business. You come back with that million dollar pain in the art museum. And you be like, yeah, see? I remember that time you told me I couldn't make it. Oh, yeah, watch me work. And then you got to let it take, you got to let your pain take you to places you, you never could go. You know what I mean? You know, like I told y'all with me, Getting up. I never thought if I would have probably never went through this pain, I probably wouldn't have the mindset getting up at four o'clock. I probably wouldn't have the mindset to, you know, stop watching Netflix, put the put the popcorn down, you know, focus on my schoolwork, focus on have more focus on my schoolwork or have, you know, be able to have that, that drive to start that business that I've always wanted to or even have to start this podcast, you know, because I probably would have been upstairs in the in the bonus room that we got up there watching Netflix, and eating popcorn, drinking soda, you know, because I just be like, well, I'm at home, so it's not like I got to go to school, you know, because I was on that for a minute, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I was on that during spring break, because I'm thinking, like, everything's gonna be good, everything's gonna work out, with my injury, I'm like, it's just gonna be a strain, you know, it's gonna be temporary, where I wear the boot for, like, two weeks, and then get out of it, you know, I was just thinking everything was gonna work out but when it didn't work out the way that I wanted to it just gave me that extra fire because I'm like man like dang I'm going it's actually worse than what I think like I'm actually gonna have to wear a cast I'm actually gonna have to be in crutches I'm actually gonna have to miss three months of my time I'm actually gonna have to go to physical therapy you know so it just was fuel to fire I'm like man I gotta make something out of this situation And that's what some of y'all got to do. Some of y'all just got to make the best out of your situation. You just got to be able to let your mind take you to places that can be above and beyond what you actually thought, where you thought you could go. You know, because like I told y'all, if it wasn't for this, I probably, I probably, this podcast would never been made. I still, I probably still be watching something on Netflix. But I told myself I don't need to be watching no more Netflix. It's time to go to work. You know, so whatever you got to do to let your pain take you to your destination, hey, do it. You know, whatever you got to do, you know, if you got to cut some things, you got to cut some things off, then cut them off. No, you know, if you got to wake up early in the morning then you got to wake up early in the morning to do what you got to do. Because I tell you, if you let your pain push you to greatness, you're going to you're going to thank yourself later. You know, you may be able to. Finally afford that car you've been wanting be able to afford that house. Maybe go out there on a yacht somewhere. You know, you you never know. But that shouldn't be your motivation necessarily. Now, it's okay to, now it's cool to be like, yeah, I'm working for this car. I'm working for this house. But you should be working for a greater purpose. You should be working for your own happiness. You know, you should look at where your life is now and be like, am I happy, with, you know, doing this for the rest of my life? and if you're not then you gotta let that drive you to 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 do something even better you know if you have a passion to impact the world then you gotta start going after what you what you need to do you need to go after your dreams and your goals and your and your aspirations to be able to put your voice out there in the world to be able to stand up in front of people and be able to voice your opinions I mean, whatever you got to do, I don't know what it is you got to do, but you got to do what you got to do sometimes, you know, that's what I'm learning that every day. And it's funny how I uh, titled this, you know, pain fuel is required, right? Because I was looking at, I was looking up cars, you know, I was looking up cars of that. I don't know why, because I, I had this curiosity As to why some cars, like, the different, like, actually, I was curious because I'm like, why do some cars need more expensive gas, right? And so I looked up, so I was looking up the differences in between the three types of gas. So you got three types of gas. So it's regular, plus, and premium, right? so usually the regular the regular gas so regular gas is the most popular type of gas It's probably the gas that most people get right you know and you you think of like cars that need regular gas and that's pretty much the majority of the cars you know you got the toyota camry's you know your yeah your Volks, wagons uh you know the ford fusion Chevy, you know, just like your standard, your standard cars, your everyday, your everyday cars that you see on the road, you know, those are probably the cars that use regular gas, right, and then you got the plus gas, so that's probably what, midsize, you know, that's probably like, you know, midsize cars, you know, anything, I don't know, maybe like a, like a box car or anything like that. You know, that doesn't really have a high-powered engine, but has a bigger engine than the regular car. So th- those are prior to cars that need plus gas. They're the prior to box cars, and then you got the premium gas. So the premium gas is the gas with the mo- with the highest octane, right? And-, and there's nothing really. See, it's interesting how. I used to think that if I got premium gas, it made the it made the car go faster. No, that's not the case. See, there's no, apparently there's no difference in the in the three gasses. It's just the engine, right? It's the engines that sometimes require a certain amount of gas. So if you so I learned like with V8 engines, they need premium gas. Because it has a higher octane and it has, it has the most powerful engine, right? Because I learned that if you put regular gas in a premium engine car, it's not going to perform as well as if you were to put premium gas in it. Because the premium gas in the VA engine makes the engine produce more power, right? Which means the car can accelerate faster. No, excuse me. The VA engine has more power, right? The VA engine has more power than a regular engine, which, which means a car can accelerate at a faster rate. So that engine is going to need premium gas only, right? Because if you put anything less than that, it's not going to make the engine, you know, run as effectively as you would like it to. So the reason I bring this up you know, it's an interesting thing is because you need to develop an engine where you can only run on a certain amount of gas. And sometimes you can only feel like you got to allow your engine to give you the boost that you need in order for you to go far. Don't put no toxins in your engine. Right. Don't 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 let no negative energy mess up your energy. Mess up your engine. Mess up that motor for you to go out and do what you're destined to be. Because that's what happens. See, sometimes, you know, it's easy to feel our like positive energy. Everybody needs positive energy. You know, you eat off of that. You be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you have people supporting you, telling you, oh, yeah, you're going to be the richest man. You're going to be the greatest athlete. You're going to be the best uh, dancer. You're going to be the best writer, author. You know, you go, it's so easy to be able to have turbo. Right? It's so easy to be able to fuel off negative energy. Now, I mean, positive energy. But when you got negative energy, sometimes that can mess with your engine, right? That can mess with your engine a little bit. Because, you know, you got toxins coming at you. You got toxins in your engine, messing up your engine, making it break down. But I suggest you use that engine. You use that, I mean, use that fuel, that negative fuel and turn it into a VA engine. Right? Because that... Cause that will allow you to be able to get that turbo. That allow you to give you that boost, right? Cause you need a VA engine. See, some of y'all got them little engines, right? You know, you put gas in it. You know, you only go. I mean, you go, but you don't go. You don't have that extra acceleration. You just kind of out there, right? See, when you think of a car with VA engines, you know, you're thinking of, you know, the Ferraris or the, the Lamborghinis or the, you know, any sports car that you see out on the road you know those are the type of engines that have VA engines and they and when you when you see them out in the road you know you're like wow like dang, like that's crazy right you know you be looking at them cars you know you be hearing the engine you know the people in the car be like room room they be revving up the engine and then you you as a person you looking at the car you be like oh wow that car that car nice right but it even though the gas is expensive it takes a specific, it takes a certain amount of gas Right. That's the only thing it knows in order for it to perform well is that high octane engine. And see, you need a high octane engine when you're going through your when you're going through your life is you need something that's going to make you that's going to give you a boost. And that's pain. See, pain is required in order for you to be able to go through life. See, you can't you can't have an engine that doesn't require pain. Right, because there's cars, when you buy cars with VA engines, on the on the uh, in the manual, it says premium is required, which means you can't get any other gas but premium. So you can't get any other gas in life without pain. Right? There's no substitute for pain. Right? There's no other gas you can get besides pain. Like pain it should be the fuel in order for you to be able to get to where you need. See, pain feels required. You can't go through life without pain. Let's just get that, let's just get that straight. You can't avoid it. You know, it's part of life. You know, you hear somebody say, you you hear a lot of successful people, they'll be like, yeah, I remember when, you know, so-and-so, they counted me out. You know, so-and-so said, I was crazy. So-and-so said, I was never going to achieve what I want to achieve. And you look at them; they're making millions of dollars. You know, you seeing them on TV; they living the life you want to live. You know, in the ten, with the ten thousand square feet house. You know, the the tent. You know, the backyard with the swimming pool, and the water fountain, and the tennis court, the basketball, the home basketball court. You seeing? You seeing these people on TV? You know, living the life you want to live. And then you are like, man, I want to be like them. But then you see the work they put in, and then you spare a little pain you're like, "Oh, no, this is too hard." See, no, see. You know, you look at people like Michael Jordan. You know, Michael Jordan was was a was a fierce competitor. Now, I wasn't alive. Right? I wasn't even alive to see Michael Jordan. But every time people bring up Michael Jordan, they always think of that competitiveness he had that will to win no matter what like i've heard he's played through instances instances where he's had flu right he's had the flu before but he still played why because he had that will to win and you see him now this man's still balling cuz this man still got the shoes you know he still got the endorsements and all that see he left a legacy behind in basketball because of his determination to do whatever it took, no matter what pain he had to endure, he let that pain fuel him, you know. And it's fun, and it's crazy and it's crazy how the the ten part series is coming out tomorrow. So I'm gonna be watching that, you know. I'm interested to see more in depth as to what went on when he was playing basketball. Cause like I said, I've never seen a man play in a game. I've just seen like highlights. I've never seen him play. Cause you know, I grew up watching LeBron. Like I'm, he's still playing. You know, I'm in the LeBron James era, right? And LeBron James, you can say that he has some similar traits as Michael of Michael Jordan, but a lot of people, you know, back then would be like, "Well, he wasn't no Michael Jordan, right?" Because Michael Jordan, you know, wasn't choking in Game Five, Game Six, Game Seven, right? Now that that's just what I hear. Right, cause I I really haven't seen Michael Jordan play. So, but a lot of people who did, you know, they remember him for his dominance on the court and his will to win and the amount of pain he had. So, you know, if you want to think of it like that, you can't be sorry for yourself when something don't go right or when something don't work out the way you wanted it to go. You can't you can't sit around and be down. You gotta let that feel you. You know, somebody want to come come at you because of the way you're living. Well, you you just be like, okay, I got something for that. You just show the car in the face. You be like, okay, you driving this? I did not think so. You know, you got the 10-car garage? I don't think so. You know what I mean? Because you said that whatever I wanted to do was impossible. Now you see, now you show them that you're making a good living out of it. See, that's all you got to do. You know, you just find something. Yours that they don't have And you be like man If I were to listen to you I probably been living an average lifestyle But because I didn't You know look at how extraordinary my life is See it's okay to get a little cocky with it now It's okay to showboat a little bit You know it's okay Because you earned it You earned what you got You earned what you get You know there's no wrong with showing it off Because that's why you got it You wanted it So it's nothing Oh, It's okay to have a little bragging rights, because it it feels so good to know that you prove one of your haters wrong. You know it it's always a good feeling when some when a teacher when you get to prove a teacher wrong. You know when a teacher tell you, oh, you ain't you ain't gonna be able to go where you want to go because you didn't you couldn't read or you couldn't write or you couldn't spell this word right or you got an F here you you got a D here. Like, see a lot of a lot of my, a lot of that pain can come from, you know, environment like school because school can make you believe that if you don't get a certain grade, it means that you're done. Right. And I can speak on that because I'm a student. You know, I've, I'm still in school, you know, I've graduated high school and I'm on track to graduating college. So I can speak because I remember times where I would be in school, like back in grade school. And there'd be times, you know, where people would tell me, people would be like, oh, yeah, you only got to be here. Oh, man, see, you ain't going to go to this school. You ain't going to go to that school or you ain't going to be able to be a businessman. Like, I'm just like, OK, I'm just looking. I'm like, what? I'm like, that's what you believe. And then now, you know, I'm at a great school, Kent State University, and I'm on the dean's list. I've been on the dean's list two times, two years in a row, freshman sophomore year, man. You know, I got a, a a great a great job with Pearson. You know, as a regional coordinator, you know, leading a group of students. And I and I fail. I've I've messed up in school. I haven't got. I'm not a straight A student. You know, I'm not. You know, the perfect student, I've never gotten a 4.0, you know, I've gotten close, you know, but I've never really gotten, there's never really been a time where I haven't failed, I've I've failed plenty of times in school, but the thing with my, the thing with with me is, what I did, was I looked at those failing grades, and I turned them to something positive, right, because that gave me that determination to work, you know, that's what you should learn is at school, the reason for going through school is because it teaches you how to teach you how to grind. You know, for those who don't who haven't failed, who are those who always get the perfect grade, perfect attempt, perfect this, perfect that. See them kids, you'd be surprised. Some of them kids, you know, when they get out, they may not know anything besides a structured environment. You know, they may not know how to really grind because they just been used to having all these great things happen to them. But when they face faced with failure, they don't know how to recover. See, it's just like they've been riding on this high for so long. But then when they come face reality, when they first fail at something, it's just like, dang, it's like it's over. They start to crumble, right? Because I've been around those kids, especially at the school that I went to. You know, there'll be kids who be crying when they got an A-minus. I'm like, get yourself together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you still got a, you technically still got an A. You know what I mean? It's like they be crying. They got an A, like a B plus in physics. I, I'd be celebrating if I got a B plus in physics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or if I got an A minus on a, on a test in physics. That never happened to me, and I, it was so hard, man. I, I could, I had to drop it because it was just not where I wanted to go. It was not my passion. Like, science was not my passion. And I probably did the worst in that subject area. But I was not a science guy. But it's okay. Because I learned how to grind. Because I had to grind hard to just get a B minus. Just to get it. Or even a C in that class. Because it was just really challenging. It was challenging for me. Science was challenging. But it taught me how to grind. It it, It taught me how to go about things in life differently. And I failed a lot of times in science, but it taught me how I could still be able to make the best if I just continue to put in the work. And see, that's what school taught me, is learning how to discipline myself to put in the work in order for me to be successful. That's why I grind so hard. That's why I got the mentality I I got now, because that's how I was able to make it on a Dean's List all my four years in high school, and plus the two years I've been in college, is because I had to work harder than the average student, you know, that you know some of the students who are well gifted, they can just come in. They don't even have to put in no work. They just come in, take the test, get an A and be done. That was not me. I cannot just come into a, a classroom, get an A and, and drop the mic. I, that was not me. I couldn't do that. I had to put in the work because school did not come naturally to me. I had to work. And that's why I was able to be able to graduate as a cum because I put in the work and that's what y'all and that's what y'all you need to learn is you have to learn how to put in the work you know and you just have to be able to have that engine to be able to go ahead of the game you just got to if you put in the work you are going to catch some of these people you know give yourself a boost in your step to become what you're destined to be you know, if you, if you give yourself that extra boost, you're going to be surprised how many people you catch you pass, because there's going to be a lot of people who get comfortable, there's a lot of people who get comfortable and complacent where they're at, you know, they get at, you know, they make, they have some little accomplishment they, they made, and then they think, oh, I've, I've conquered it all, you know, I'm done, like, I, I, I got MVP, you know, I got academic honors, I'm 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 where I need to be. I'm finished. You know, there's no more work I need to be done. You know, they, you'd be surprised because some of them people, man, you know, they get so complacent. They start slacking. Right. They start slacking because they feel like, oh, yeah, nobody can catch me. Right? But that's wrong because of the minute you take a break, there's somebody out here who's trying to take your spot. So you, you just got to learn that if you do make accomplishments, you do achieve something, you gotta you gotta understand there's more out here. You know, there's there's people out here wanting to fiend for your spot. So you gotta increase your mileage. Increase your mileage. Go farther. You know, don't just stop after one good run. Keep going. Right, keep going because there's more to be done. That's why people, that's why businesses can't catch Amazon It's because they're always innovating. They're always doing something different, always have something ahead of the competition. That's why nobody really can catch them because they just keep going further. You know, it's just no other business or all no other online service that can really catch Amazon because they just keep improving every year. You know, so it's just you got to keep doing it. You got to find other stuff to improve in, in order for you to be way ahead of the game. And so I'll close with this. Let your pain drive you to your destination. Like I said earlier, let let your pain or whatever you're dealing with, let it take you to where you need to be. Because you'd be surprised if you get up every day, you go to work, you know, you... Let some of these haters feel you to be able to do stuff you never done you'll be able to go place you never gone you wake up one day you be all over t v you be in Time magazine you be all over the billboards you know you might be in the top one be in the top one hundred you never know but if you let your haters bring you down you know you ain't you ain't gonna get nowhere you're gonna let them make you believe that you ain't nothing so that's where you gonna that's what you're gonna end up. But if you say I'm gonna let this, you, I'm gonna use these negativity as tur- as turbo, you'll be surprised. You know, you'll start passing some people you won't even know, cause you'll just be keeping your eye on the prize. You know, sometimes when you riding down the road, right, and you ride, you riding down some of y'all who like to drive fast. You be riding at ninety or even hundred miles an hour. You know, and please just be sitting there, just sitting there waiting. You know what I mean? or you just be going so fast, like you just don't see you just don't see really anything beside you cuz you just focus on trying to get to where you need to go and see if you keep doing that you be surprised you be you'll pass somebody you won't even know you passed cuz you've been working so hard and they've been the ones that just been sitting just on their success on their one little accomplishment that you're going to keep moving you're going to eventually catch up to them and you're going to pass them you're going to get to Higher ground. See if you keep doing that, you you'll be surprised. And then have a durable engine that can produce power. Right? Make your let your engine produce produce power f- for you to go far. And if you do that, you're gonna be surprised, and you're gonna make it to where you need to be, and you're gonna be very successful out here. And you're just gonna be able to accomplish a lot of things, and you'll be able to once it's all said and done, you're going to leave yourself a legacy and you'll just be, you'll be able to look back on your life and be like, wow. Be like, wow. You know, all that pain, all that suffering. And you'll just look at all that has got you. You'll be able to look at your life. You'll be able to see the house you're living in. You'll be able to live in that that, you know, 10,000 square feet house, you'll be able to have that pool in that backyard, you'll be able to make the money, you'll be able to have, you know, the 10 car garage and all that, you're gonna just be able to be, you're gonna be dripping in success, but you just gotta understand, let your pain take you to greatness, that's my time, y'all, appreciate y'all, man, I'm gonna be back next week, man, hey, have a great week, I'll see y'all soon, peace.